Have you ever thought about why were the angels so happy at Christmas? As I was pondering our next Advent conversation from Isaiah 9, I ran into my friend and family disciple me team member, Ann Wooten, and she mentioned to me that this is something that she is particularly thinking about this Advent season. As we talked for a few moments, I began to realize that perhaps at least one answer to this question, why were the angels so happy at Christmas time, has to do with the very thing we're talking about in this week's Advent conversation. As we continue through Isaiah's prophecies in chapter 9 about the coming Messiah this week, our conversation is out of the unknown and into the known. Perhaps the reason that the angels were so enthusiastic at Christmas is because they knew something that we were about to experience. Hi, my name is Tasha Williams. I'm the founder and the executive director of the Family Disciple Me Ministry, and I know that time is valuable around the holidays. So with this episode, we're going to skip the intro and get straight to the conversation. I will add, though, that the Discipleship Conversation Guide that goes along with this episode can be found in the show notes. Have you ever had one of those experiences where you knew two totally separate people and as you got to know them, you realized that they just had to meet one another? So at some point you introduced them to each other and then they became really good friends. Well, I think that might be a little hint of what it was like for the angels. The Bible tells us that God created the angels before he created the world. So from before even time began, they were getting to know the Lord God Almighty. The book of Job chapter 38 says the angels were singing and shouting for joy as they watched creation. They saw the power of God. They watched what he could do. And down through the ages, They saw his hands at work in creating and in interacting with the world. They got to know who he is. Simultaneously, Hebrews 1 tells us that the angels weren't just created to surround God and watch God. They were given a very specific job, and that was to be ministering spirits to humanity, to those whom God had prepared for salvation. So even as they were watching God and they were observing who he is and all that he can do, they were also interacting with humanity. They saw who we are. They saw our brokenness. They saw our sin. They saw our failures. They saw our need for salvation. And I can't help but think that one reason they were so excited and happy and rejoicing so much at Christmas time was because God and humanity were about to intersect in such a powerful way. God has been revealing himself ever since the Garden of Eden. Sometimes humanity reached out to him and embraced him and took hold of what he showed them. And at other times, humanity pushed him away, turned their backs on him, and walked the opposite direction. Well, about the time of Isaiah, God stepped into humanity again to speak about the Messiah. 
that he was sending. Isaiah began recording those words, and we've been talking about some of those in the last two Advent conversations. But this week, we arrive to perhaps one of the most familiar verses out of all of Isaiah's prophecies. In Isaiah nine six, he wrote, "And his name will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Eternal Father, Prince of Peace." A name is such a powerful thing. Your name is your identity. It's what's special about you. It's what's unique about you. It's what people know you by. And while each person's name is so important, Christmas is about the most important name of all, and that is the name of Jesus. Philippians two nine tells us that Jesus. Is the name above all names, and as we get to know his names, he comes out of the unknown and into the known. The angels have been watching this all along. They watched all of this unfold from before creation. So when Jesus arrived, that baby swaddled, laid in a manger. They knew that he was that name above all names. That he was Jesus Messiah. That he is the one who is wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Eternal Father, Prince of Peace. I can't help but think that the angels were so excited about this because they knew who God is. They had been watching him, and they weren't crying for humanity or weeping and mourning because this. Awful God was coming to be with us. No, they were rejoicing because they had watched him from eternity past, and now we were going to get to know him too. Friend, this is so significant for all of us. Our God knows each of us by name. He knows the words that are going to come out of our mouths before we say them. He knows the steps we're going to take. Before we take them, he knows everything about our lives and our families, our histories, our backstories, and our futures, and he invites us to know him too. This Christmas, let's lean into that. Let's talk about that with those entrusted to us. Let's praise God for that. Let's rejoice with the angels that God is not unknown to us. He has revealed Himself to us, so that we can know Him by name. Oh, friend, as we label Christmas presents this week, as we hang up the stockings that have names on them, let's spend time as families talking about the name that is above all names. Psalm one thirteen says, "From the rising of the sun to its setting, let the name of the Lord be praised." Let's sing with the angels. Let's rejoice with the heavenlies. As this week we celebrate the true name of Christmas. God bless you, friend.